is there a moment where you're like, holy shit, this can be my job? I was rolling, I was actually still in the restaurant at that point and I'm rolling dough and every two seconds I keep looking at my phone, that one hit 40 million views. Yep. So I'm like, that was my first one that went insane. And you must be And then I high. rode that wave. You're negotiating everything by yourself. You're running this whole business by yourself. Yes, it's not a good idea. And you've been making a good living with that for three years now, but things are changing. I wouldn't say good. <laughs> How many hours a day are you making content? I'm trying to do it all day, every day, but life happens. My dad owns a pizza restaurant. And oh, uh, yeah. I grew up in a pizza restaurant. You came here and didn't bring us a well, I haven't been there for How over a year. Dare you. <laughs> I haven't been to that restaurant in over a year. Because um, my dad, he actually is, he's a maniac. You have like a, a pretty wild backstory. And when I meet you, when I met you, like you're the most happy-go-lucky, not a problem in the world type of guy. And I feel like it's always people who go through crazy shit. Yeah, you just learn to appreciate everything. Like, you that's just... it, bro. That's... Attitude of gratitude. Oh, you fucking want to be famous. <laughs> Guys are looking sharp. Zach Dingy, Tony Capoletti. Two Loops, Three Legs Podcast, where we share business tips, interview experts, and travel the world. This week on Two Dudes, Three Legs. On this week's episode of fucking Two Dudes, Three Legs, we learned some crazy shit about Dan Izzo, the man behind the backflips. His father's fucking slinging bread and hot sauce on people. And through it all, he has created his own business of content creation. It's an incredible story. Tune in. All right. So getting right into it. That's my camera. Sorry. You scared me, dog. <laughs> yeah. All right, so wait, wait. So we already did the intro. So tell us a little bit about being a full-time content creator. All right. If you're making full-time content creation in this environment, and it's shorts, it's not going too hot. We have Instagram and Facebook are now cutting off their payments. And you have- What? Yeah, they're not doing payments anymore. They're pausing it. And then I think it's because they may know that TikTok is getting banned. So now you might be out on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. So three forms of payment are all going down the thing. What? I Crazy. didn't know about wait, this. Wait, TikTok, okay, so I just saw the thing from the TikTok CEO today. Saying that there was, a, I don't know that they're trying to ban them, and yeah, yeah, it's he was he so was being, Facebook is placing a bet that TikTok is going to go out, so people are going to they lose. put a bunch of money behind it too. Like they are actively like doing a smear campaign on TikTok, saying that like they're selling all this data. So Who is Facebook? Facebook is That's yes, smart play. Zuckerberg smart is, play. He, but I think he knows it's already like I think tech, I think TikTok's toast. And as a TikToker with 1.3 million followers, with like my pretty much my main source of income um, for the last three years. You have to adapt. So now, moving forward, um, really pushing for long-form YouTube and the shorts. But the shorts, they also just cut their rate pretty much. They were like hyping up this new payment payment thing. Yeah, Gary Vee's been talking. But if about you were it. already in their shorts fund before that, you were making more money than you are now. It's, I, I was excited. I was like, people were saying it'd be like a dollar per a um, dollar per thousand views. It's Which compared to um, TikTok. TikTok, which is like. 20 cents or something something stupid yeah it's like it's like three so cents you're talking about oh three cents yeah and that's also oh what tick that's what youtube shorts is now as well youtube shorts is three cents per thousand views so you get a million views on a short you're only getting thirty dollars now for a million views on average for a long form that on average is five thousand bucks and that's on facebook you're still talking about or no this is all about youtube youtube shorts so hold up do that again. $30 for a million views for a short and 5,000 for a million views on a long format. Yes. Got it, got it, okay. Wow, um, that's a big difference. Before this, 
Instagram and Facebook were the highest paying platforms for content um, for shorts. So like if I got a million views, it'd be $400. And now on, on Facebook only, and then Instagram was a hundred per million views instead of $30, $10. Okay. That which is like TikTok, I make $10 per million views. So you'll go on my thing, you'd be like, wow, those guys raking it in. No, I, I get 40 million views on a thing, I get 400 bucks. And that's if I get something that drops 40 mil. Wow. So that's and when did this all change? Nuts. When did the Instagram and Facebook stop? This their... week. This week. Oh, wow. Instagram. It's fresh, hot on and, the press. And Facebook still didn't cut theirs off yet, but Instagram, my bonuses just didn't um, reset. And not only are they making it so we're not, they're not paying us, now they want to get paid. Now, if you want your blue check mark, you have to pay them. So they're doing a double Bro. dip on, on the content creators. And if you're a smart content creator, you're gonna get your blue check mark because yeah. now what the blue check mark is gonna do is that when you message someone, it's gonna push your messages further in their box. And as a content creator making a living, whenever I see a product I like, I'm reaching out to that brand and I'm saying, will you send this to me? to me for free. You said you saw the pop darts on my page and you were like, those look cool, I want those. I just messaged them. I was like, can you send this to me? And they sent it to me within one day. I got it two days later. Wow. Um, so when you get that check mark in, on your stuff, like you'll push it forward in your messages. You'll, your comment will be on the top of the thread in, in different threads. Um, and then when a brand is reaching out looking to sponsor someone, they're gonna more, be more likely to sponsor someone With that a has a blue check mark. You know how much the blue check mark is? $15 a month. So you're gonna pay like 200 bucks a year, but you should, as a content creator, hopefully mm -hmm. right. it should make it back between brand deals and um, just exposure. Right. Mm -hmm. So you, were, you said before that people think you're raking it in, but even though you have all these followers on all these different platforms, platforms, you really don't feel like you're making that much money. No, I'm not making a lot. Like every now and then you get like a decent little hit, like um, Snapchat, I made $10,000 with just two videos. Uh, they had the Snapchat Spotlight, but I was in early. Um, but people were making millions of dollars on Snapchat Spotlight. And now you could still rake it in and on Snapchat, which most people don't even realize. Yeah, I've yeah, heard that. They have, um, they're paying people for stories right now. And that's David Dobrik's like, number one form of income. He gets like $5 million a year off of Snapchat stories. Wow. And if you ever go on your top Snapchat stories, you'll notice that David Dobrik is always the first one. And it's always a tease of Corinna Comp. Uh, mm -hmm. The OnlyFans person, he does that to tease it. So as he gets more people clicking on it, um, looking for that those pictures, it's running ads throughout that whole thing. Wow. So, and now, isn't Snapchat like a little less PG than all the other platforms too? You can pretty much get away with anything on Snapchat. Snapchat is a yeah, wild, wild west. Especially like if you're scrolling through like the, the For You page on there, it's, it's crazy. And you can't tailor it to yourself too. Like on at least on TikTok, you could be like, not interested in this and it will stop serving it to you. You're just, it just feeds you whatever. Yeah. Like I, I don't go on my Snapchat in front of my wife and it's not my control. <laughs> I feel like Snapchat is all clickbaity though. It like is. You just said yeah. Like, yeah. And I can't control it. And if but I it's could, all commercials. there wouldn't That's be girls popping up on my thing. <laughs> right. Right. But so do you have any brand deals though with, with YouTube or any of your um, TikTok? My last one a couple months ago, I did a brand deal with body armor. Um, right. It was just four videos for 3,300 bucks. Um, and each video or total no, total, mm -hmm. but then my, one of my friends also just got a deal with them and it, they, he ended up getting more. Um, but he got it with a manager. He got $11,000. He, but to be fair, um, he got, um, 
put on ESPN right before he oh, wow. was he used that as leverage. And he was your buddy. He's my buddy. He yeah. is your buddy. Yeah, he's my buddy. Now, when you get these offers, you're negotiating everything by yourself. You're running this whole business by yourself. All yes. of your it's and not like, a good do idea. you have a <laughs> business, you know, you have a business bank account and you're running everything through it and you you know, you have a business set up like an S corporation. How so, are you doing this? So I have an LLC right now, but it's actually I was kinda um I used to sell so on top of being a content creator, I would sell stuff on eBay um, and I was selling on Amazon. So I was reselling uh, used books on Amazon. Um, so I already had an LLC set up. So now I kind of just put my um, LLC under that umbrella, um, like my content under that same umbrella. Right. So like I have credit cards set up um, All for that. All through that. Yeah. And so any dollar amount you spend to create content, you're writing mm -hmm. that off. Mm -hmm. and it's very interesting to me. Yeah. And you've been making a good living with that for three years now, but things are changing. I wouldn't say good. <laughs> no, it's, it's good. Like, I have a great life, but it, it's not based on my income. It's How many hours a day are you making content? Um, I'm trying to do it all day, every day, but that's not necessarily what happens. Like yeah. life happens. Oh, of course. Um, but maybe, maybe like a few hours of filming, like one, two hours of filming and then like three, four five hours of editing. Depends. And you're doing all the filming all the and filming, all the editing. editing. And usually I don't even have anyone else to like do content with. So That's it's tough crazy. like being in Connecticut. How did you learn all those skills? Um, internet. Really? <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> yeah, YouTube. Um, and then uh, Udemy courses. Like if you're ever trying to learn something for cheap and it, you want it all to be tailored to you, you go in there, you spend $11. What is it called? Udemy. Udemy. Yeah, so it's like people create courses. And now instead of like trying to learn something where you're going on YouTube and you have to look at their intro and get all the bullshit, they'll have it laid out in chapters and you get right to the information and it saves you a lot of time. Internet's incredible, man. It you is learn, incredible. Huh, I've never heard of that. anything. Yeah, I've never I heard of that. What, Udemy? You, uh, Udemy. U-D-E-M-Y. And it's its own website? Yeah, so people create courses and just upload courses. courses on there and they're they're like 10 bucks Got for it. Like, like almost anything that so sounds like help me in spanish how you to me how come you haven't moved to like um to to making more content hiring someone to edit the video so you can put out more and more and more because that's really well, where I can you're answer making that money question for you because it costs a lot of fucking money because <laughs> it costs a lot of money yeah, yeah. That, that's part of it and then i don't know because i I don't, I'm not there yet. Okay. I need to make, I need to make more money and I need to have it be more of a production since it's only me there and I just have a tripod. Yeah. Um, I could kind of make it work regardless because it's just easy to edit like one person, one camera. Mm. When you start having a lot going on, which is what I'm trying to do going forward is create long form content because that is really, everyone's pushing towards shorts. I want to push back towards long form. Long form. How about like a, like a product? Do you sell any products yourself? Do you have any kind of? No, like no? I said, I was only doing like, I was doing like sports cards and books on yep. Amazon and eBay. That was my, my but nothing thing for that a while. was your brand nothing. specifically. No. Cool. So this is one of the lo first long form sit downs you've had. Well, we, I also have a podcast as well, but it's, you know, we don't talk much about me there. So. Right. All right. Well, this podcast is about you. And <laughs> right. We know a little bit about your social media and your brand, but what we don't know about, and I bet a lot of people who are fans of yours don't know about is your upbringing. Mm -hmm. And I want to know a little bit about that. We always like to shine a spotlight on everyone we bring on and learn about where they came from. Mm -hmm. So tell us about that. Where were you born? Where'd you go to school? How the hell did you get into content creation? Okay. So I always liked making videos. Um, like literally I would get like 
the GoPros and just try to like run and make cool stuff and they would never be good. So over <laughs> years and years of trying that and learning Premiere Pro and taking those courses, like I learned how to do that. I'm from West Haven, Connecticut. Uh, if you don't know where that is, right next to New Haven. Um, it's a decent area, not that great. And That's I pizza in the world, right? That's what Dave uh, New Haven is, says. My dad, yeah, my dad pizza owns a pizza capital. restaurant. And oh, um, yeah. I grew up in a pizza restaurant, literally worked there all day, every day. He's like, a dough boy. I'm a dough boy. I could roll dough like <laughs> Danny Dough Balls. Don't is mess your, with me. Is, uh, is the pizza spot still there? The Your pizza spot there? is there. Has yes. Dave Fortnite came to it yet? Um, he went to the one like a block away. My dad is, uh, his pizza's good. Like uh, all the pizza in that area is very good. Yeah. He's not one of the most known for pizza. My dad specializes in stuffed bread. So they're like breads of cheese and pepperoni oh wrap rolled God, around and like it's kind of crazy because we'll have on christmas eve there'll be a line down the block and he'll sell like fifty thousand dollars worth of stuffed breads in one day and you came here and didn't bring us a fucking loaf of bread well i haven't been there for How over a year dare you? <laughs> i haven't been to that restaurant in over a year um because my dad he actually is he's a maniac an absolute maniac and by a maniac i mean like he's legitimately in a, a scene uh, an insane asylum right now. Like, oh my goodness. I got called a couple of days ago from the ER and they were like, um, we have your dad. I was like, thank fuck, thank God. Like, um, cause you, someone needed to lock that man up. <laughs> one of my friends, <laughs> Oh my God. one of my friends went in there last week to get some food and my dad squirted hot sauce on his arm and started licking the hot sauce off of the dude's arm, off of my friend's arm. And then my friend just didn't get his food and walked out. Wh so so why did he do the hot sauce thing though? Hold up, why did he there's squirt a, hot sauce on his I could arm? go stories all day, but like, there's no rhyme or reason. What is the cause of it? Um, all right, so he works all day, every day. He like, he just gets like wound up and um, eventually, what happens to him is he'll take one day off. He'll start with one day and he'll go to like Block Island or something. I don't know if you've ever been there. Beautiful place. Yep. It's, uh, you can take a ferry there from New York yep. and um, he'll go there and he'll get like a dopamine hit. And then it f messes up the balance in his brain to where he won't be able to control himself and he'll just be constantly looking for like another dopamine hit. Mm. So he'll just be like, going on the wildest vacations, inviting all of his customers to come out, filling up buses of people, showing up at these like beaches, spending like 30 Gs in one day. Oh my um, God. He's absolute maniac. And then he's running around the island, stealing bikes, uh, buying people drinks, um, throwing water in waiters, waitresses' faces. And it's an oh my absolute- God. Has he always been like that or is it? It's really just been like the last 10 years that he like, what do you think he just worked himself so much so now he's literally like, 100 hours a week and he won't he won't let you touch like his stuff like mm. i was in there cooking and you're constantly getting shouldered out of the way like so he, he can do it he's a master of his craft his food uh, all things aside his food is goes crazy mm. like like i said his pizza is good but like his subs his uh pasta dishes and stuff are like out of this world. Of I'm this surprised world. you're not super fat. And, and, and they, <laughs> I'd be so fat, dude. And they're cheap as shit, too. Like, you get, like, you'll get, like, two pounds of food. It'll be, like, ten bucks, eight bucks. Everything, right now, he doesn't even take, you don't even do phone calls. You can't even call in. You have to go there and wait. And he doesn't even take credit cards. He's just out Cash of his mind. Only? He's out of his mind. Oh, my God. Wait, so <laughs> he's away right now. Who's running the pizza shop? No one's running the pizza shop. He's the only employee at this point. We used to have, like, a ton of people in there. No one can work with him. It is, it is insane. That's crazy. What's the name of the spot? So now only the best. 
Only the best. Only the best. <laughs> Only the best. And it is. It really is. OTB. Except for the service, because he might threaten to shove a pineapple up your ass. Because <laughs> he did that to my friend. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Imagine I'm going to this pizza place. It's got the best food in the world. But this guy told me to put a pineapple in my ass. It's the craziest thing because his prices are so cheap and his food is so good. Those same people that he like flips out on and throws shit at, they'll be they'll in there. The only reason I'm here is because your food's so fucking good and cheap. Amazing. That's <laughs> they just amazing. keep coming back. They're like. So he's been like that the last 10 years. You are 28? 29. I guess 29. Yeah. So you were still in high school yes. when he started. And you're living with your mother and father. Um, my mother passed away when I was younger, uh, when I was 12 years old on Thanksgiving. Um, she had a pill problem and that also did not help with my father, um, in terms of his sanity. Oh my God. So, so. she passed away from addiction essentially. Um, so growing up, she would always have, um, she had like a lot of illnesses. Um, she had like some rare ones, like would make her like retain water and shit like that. And like, but then she also would just lay in bed and smoke a legitimate carton of cigarettes a day. So that didn't help either. Oh so like goodness. my whole life, like she was kind of bedridden. Um, and then eventually like Thanksgiving morning, I went to go wake her up. She did not wake up and she had like throw up down the side of her throat. Oh my goodness. And it was kind I'm of I'm sorry crazy. to hear that, dude. Oh, my bless. father passed away the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, really? That's insane. Yeah. Thanksgiving is a shitty time of year, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's just not great. The for fuck? Dude, it's, it's <laughs> amazing, though, because you have like a, a pretty wild backstory. And when I meet you, when I met you, like you're the most happy go lucky, not a problem in the world type of guy. Yeah. And I, mean, I feel like it's always people who go through crazy shit. Yeah, that, you just learn to appreciate everything. Like, you that's just, it, bro. That's, attitude of gratitude. Yeah, but what, what else am I going to do? Like, and once you already go through all that stuff, like, nothing else matters. Right. What's like, going to bother you yeah, now? Yeah, no, what's going to happen? I'm already used to it. It's, but, like, there's another end of it because there's people that don't take it as well. Like, it's true. I have four older brothers, and some of them, like, take it. You have four brothers? Four older, yeah. I'm the I youngest. have four brothers. <laughs> what the fuck is going the on? It's <laughs> 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 very no. weird. <laughs> Like a parallel. Your brothers are not the same. They're not like you. Uh, they're all. I have the most unique set of brothers. Let's hear it. Um, one of them's a Buddha, back and forth from India. Um, one of them is a comedy writer who lives in L.A. and he he had a couple of, like skits go on SNL. He's very cool, but like they're all like very out there, like outgoing. Um, one of them is a massage therapist, and he also worked at the a bank in Danbury for a while. But he's also does like does like Facebook ads. Um, kind of like all over the place, um, and he lives with me. He's he's very cool, good guy to live with. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I got. You're missing one. Missing one. One's a Buddhist. One was a banker. Mm -hmm. And, and one's a comedy writer. Who's the other one? The other one, um, he does jujitsu and he does like Uber Eats and stuff like that. Oh, okay. All right, interesting. so interesting the set of brothers. Who, who is he? The oldest, the Buddha? No. I thought he was gonna be the oldest. No. Um, How's that like? Uh, the Buddha stuff? Yeah. You learn a lot of I'm gonna, stuff from him? I would have to put him on blast. It depends. Like, should I, it don't matter if I want to see this, but... <laughs> <laughs> put him on blast! Put him on blast. Uh, very fake Buddha. So, um, uh. he grew up, like, robbing people, jumping people. Like, I would go to school. There would be, like, a 40-person mayhem in the front of the school, and my brother would be getting held back, like, kicking people in the face. Oh, my God. Uh, this one girl came up to me. She's like, I came back to our apartment we had together. My mattress was missing. Um, he sold her mattress, sold all of her shit. <laughs> Wait, he sold it. <laughs> Family of entrepreneurs, bro. No, he's a hustler. Fucking he's, a, it. he's a hustler. That's why. Yo, that's crazy. 
It's yeah. I never heard of that. There's a lot of shit going on here. Yeah, your family has a lot going on, dude. (laughs) Very interesting shit. So you grew up working, Mm -hmm. making food with your father. That didn't work. Yeah. So what happened is um, one of these one of these trips, this guy he goes off, he goes crazy, goes in the loony bin. But during that time, he. what he was doing was buying a bunch of cars. So he had a shit ton of cars, maxed out all his credit cards, told everyone he won the lottery. So then I had to get back in there and sell like five cars on Craigslist. Um, get back in the pizza shop and sell five cars. <laughs> well, yeah, I had to sell a bunch of cars so that we could pay <laughs> off debts. We oh couldn't even afford God. to keep the lights on. I was in there working my ass off by myself, like just me and him, like a hundred hours a week, like between 60 and a hundred <clears throat> hours a week of just- And where are your brothers? Um, not, just not participating. No, there. But I don't blame them. Yeah, I mean, shit. I wasn't getting paid, so. Oh my god! But you're trying to save your father. Yes, and then as soon as I got the thing going to where like it needed to be, then um, he would be a dick because, like I said, once he gets that dopamine hit, he kind of goes turns into a maniac. So. Mm. Um, he's putting sugar in people's gas tanks, slashing tires. Um, my, Just menacing. My car might have blown up from him putting sugar in it because right around the time he put sugar in someone else's tank, my car engine blew. So I don't even know if it was my dad. Um, but then Whoa. from there, I go and <laughs> become a content creator. Yeah, how does this start? <laughs> You're either a pathological liar or you got the craziest <laughs> Yo, stories I've ever heard. Right. What? <laughs> I don't get that. Yeah, it's like, it's this fucked up. This is just your life behind the scenes, and I'm surprised we've but never heard I, about this. Like I said, I was always trying to make videos. I always liked making videos. I always, at the same time of all this going on, I was always into like doing flips, body movement. Uh, I did wrestling in high school. Yeah. So um, I saw people doing stuff on TikTok, and I saw someone do something that I knew how to do. They edited it with the different pieces all over the screen, where you flip through, the, like you move through the pieces. He wasn't mm-hmm. flipping through them. Can you give us an example of that? Do some right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to edit that so <laughs> you're gonna have to edit that because <laughs> like you already got like four, four episodes to edit um <laughs> bro, 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 bro. that's his job fuck him all right get him a get him a tiny piece of editor roll he'll be okay <laughs> all right back to it so i saw someone do something that i knew how to do um and i tried it and it went crazy because I got, like I said, he was just doing it by like walking, walking into the, the different parts that were moving, and I was like flipping through them, like dribbling basketballs, jumping on trampolines, doing a bunch of weird shit, mm. and it was working. So um, I just kept pumping. pumping and by it, it was working, what are you, what are your signs? Like you put up a video and it just does a million, ten views. million, Holy ten million, shit. twenty million, fifteen million. I was hitting like and on, what, like your first couple of videos, on TikTok, TikTok, yeah, on TikTok, everything. Wow. All my success for a social media started with TikTok. Got it. And then you start converting to other... Yeah, other things. Platforms. Mm-hmm. So YouTube, you have a huge following. I was always pushing on. Instagram, but I just never had success on there until uh, Reels came out. Because like, ah. same thing with YouTube Shorts. I was always trying to do YouTube, um, but Shorts, all of my following came from Shorts. Yeah. What was the transition like from leaving the pizzeria to a content creator? Did you do anything in between? Like Were I you- said, it was... a. Uh, uh, Amazon, eBay. I was just buying, sell, buying like uh, flipping stuff, flipping stuff. I don't know if you know mattresses. <laughs> his brother would <laughs> fill up his inventory and just sell mattresses. <laughs> Gary V. Uh, what's what does he call it? Garage talk, whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's stealing shit. Yeah, junk talk or yeah, yeah, trash talk. Trash talk. There you that's go. It. Going to. Uh, that's interesting. Now I was opportunity doing, everywhere. Yeah. I was doing that for a little bit. Going to like 
goodwills and garage sales and did shit you like have that. luck with that yeah no you can make money going Isn't into that called arbitrage or something yeah there's our yeah it's, it's arbitrage um different versions of it but you could definitely make money walking into a goodwill um i found you know a pair of pants that's worth 700 dollars. i got it for 50 cents um shit. yeah and then you sold it and made i sold it for 400 because it's a used pair right. like 100 dollars pants <laughs> so you made 399 dollars yeah. and 50 cents that's pretty good got a pair of pants that's crazy Shit. Yeah, you can make money doing that. So, so you start putting up TikTok videos, and then do you? Is there a moment where you're like, "Holy shit, this can be my job"? Um, yeah, I was rolling. I was actually still in the restaurant at that point, and I'm rolling dough. And every two seconds, I keep looking at my phone. That one hit 40 million views. Yep. So I'm like, that was my first one that went insane. And you must. Be and then I high. rode that wave. So yeah. like, I'm working at the restaurant for 12 hours, and then I'm like in my basement, like in a little condo basement with like really shitty lighting, trying to like juggle shit. Cause I have like nowhere to film. Yeah. <laughs> like juggling shit to make all the, get all the like pieces into it. And, but the, everything at that time, especially like before uh, the pandemic and everything, like everything was hitting because there just was not enough people creating short videos. Mm. Especially on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So you think that the pandemic actually helped you? Um, that was, yeah, that was before, that was pre-pandemic. But then the pandemic, Think about it. Everyone's just sitting in their house. Right. On their phone. Right. No one's creating shit and you're just there like putting it putting, out. Yeah. yeah. But That's interesting. that was tough too because my wife was uh, very scared of the pandemic. So like even me just going to an empty field, she had, she wasn't like she, too like too much of a fan of it. Now, that. you said wife. How long have you been married? I've been married for three years. Wow. Congrats, dude. Yeah. And she's she's awesome. Um, the wife is awesome. So... She does uh, website design for the Knights of Columbus in New Haven, and she's like a super hard worker, and she is like the most supportive person. She was my wrestling manager in high school, and oh, she yeah. like she, she would make me signs all the time. Like <laughs> it'd be like go Izzo, and yeah, you high school sweethearts. sweethearts? You've been together yes. since high school, but not since since then. We we broke up from high school, and then she's also my one of my best friends cousins so she when she wanted to get back with me she would just pull up on um my one of my best friends and yeah she made the play on she was making yeah big plays (laughs) big moves she got you cuz she got me good she saw you hit 40 million on tiktok no that find you no (laughs) it was after yeah that's funny so now what's the plan moving forward moving forward um actually like long form content you see someone like Ian Bick and you see him like pushing that long form and having such success for, with it compared to $30 per million views. I'm like, you know what? I need to go all out. Like I need to design my, like my strategy and push with some like really like generate fun, engaging content because that's one thing that my brand lacked throughout this whole entire time. I, I was always able to generate videos that would get views, mm-hmm. but I wasn't able to generate enough personality behind it because I wasn't like talking. It's hard to have energy when you, it's just you, a tripod, and there's people a field over looking at you. Yeah, like, yeah. You're just like, well, we are weird. Like, yeah. I, you I need look, a team, dog. I need a I team, dog. I think you need dog. a team. <laughs> You got to come work at Q29, bro. Come work with the gang. We got a lot of good stuff happening under this roof. Yeah, you guys are awesome. This was... Yeah, this was awesome day yeah. already. So. Yeah, we have a lot of fun in here. Yeah, talk about what just happened. You got on a show with Ian Beck and had commissary cook-off. Did you mm-hmm. win? Yeah. I should have won. You got a shitty-ass shitty judge. judge. The fucking... <laughs> you, I've been here now on every episode that you're a shitty judge. That's what everybody every says. Every episode says you're a that's shitty judge. That's what everybody like, says. 
I did not think his dish tasted that good. The Asian sauce, like, what was that sauce? Listen, the sweet and sour? Scored, I scored you better than him. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, I'm tasting. His dad. You fucked up my presentation, though. Don't be fucking no, up. You fucked up your presentation. <laughs> that was the worst looking flower I ever fucking seen. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Is it that good? You could have put uh, some chips in there. That's something you could give to your girlfriend on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I wanted to break up with her. Fucked up. Uh, it, was, it did taste good. Though. It was good. <laughs> I thought it was amazing, but I was when um, the dad came over. He was like, "Put the sweet chili sauce in there," and I was like, "Nah, this dish is for me. Like, <laughs> I'm doing what I would like." Yeah, I, I didn't know at the time that you come from a father who's such a good cook, too. Yeah, no, he's good. All right, let me ask. Uh, you just said it before, and then we got off the end of a commissary cook-off because I want to know. But um, you said you've always been able to get views on your TikTok and on your short videos. Mm-hmm. Why do you say that? Like you you just know how to get, get attention? Um, yeah, so what my video does, it kind of, so TikTok is gonna push videos that have a lot of watch time. They want people on the app sitting there watching through. So when I have all my pieces all over the screen, what's happening is the person usually, even if they like the video or don't like the video, they're going to sit there and watch me pick up all the pieces because a part of their brain mm. is not complete until they Ooh, see. It's like a trick yeah. of the mind. So there, and a lot of times I'll leave one up on the screen too so that they're like, wait, what the what happened there? And they go rewatch it again. And they're like, this, then they'll comment and talk shit and be like, this guy didn't pick them all up. And it's because- <laughs> And it drives them crazy. Yes. Oh my God. But but that's another hack because you got them talking shit. So now they're commenting. That's yeah. interactions, engagement. So it's Super really- Super smart, dude. It's really all about watch time. But now it's like retention rate. Um, but all short form content is making a push towards back towards long form, which is weird. Um, TikTok is starting to roll out a program where they're paying for long form now. Um, so they're pushing videos that are over one minute and you'll see more your views jump up more than something like mine. Right now they're really focused on things where you're getting like a lot of engagement. They want engagement, they want interaction between people. You know, it's such a language, like all these different platforms, you keep explaining the different things that each platform likes, the different way the videos work, the different way the payment structures work. You can do, you should do a a, a coaching on how to tell people that, you know? Yeah, that would do really well. People love educational shit. I mean, the the best view views we ever got, that I ever got was 1 million and it was just a guy talking about the four different ways to create wealth. Which is you like, did a, that on long form, one million? No, it was short. Oh, okay, it, well, it was like what well, was like a minute? How long is that? All our big stuff is. It been, was a real. All the ones that Instagram. have done millions or hundreds of thousands have all been short form. We haven't had any big, big videos. Yeah, not long. long form, no, yeah. no. Yeah. But yeah, um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, I'm going to make. Um, I got my YouTube plaque a while ago, and I was planning on making a video about like this is how you get a hundred thousand uh, subscribers. Hell yeah! Purely with YouTube Shorts, so that's probably going to be like my next video that I. Play. Yeah, I mean that's the brand you could build on YouTube is how to grow your. I could. Um, that would probably be actually the easiest thing for me to do yeah. by myself, where yeah. I don't need to like recruit people and do we ridiculous stuff. You should still stuff. use Q29 Studios for that though. <laughs> They'll make it even better. They are awesome. These people are amazing. <laughs> If you guys are in the New York area, make sure you come check out Q29. Yeah. These people are fire. (laughs) Um, So you're going to do educational videos. You're going to switch to that. No, I'm not switching to it. I, that's just like one thing. Just that's, one of the things. I kind of don't want that to be my brand because I kind of like having fun. What do you imagine your brand to be then? Um, I want to be high energy. I actually need to recruit people like 
come up with Tony, an idea. Tony, you're that high energy? I'm high. Okay, just making sure. And I have energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could do something together. Let's yeah. do some work, dog. Let's do, do some, some work. fun videos. Yeah. But like, who would you, com- you know, there's a lot of people out there right now making videos that I imagine would be your lane. Who would you compare what you, who would you say is like what you want to get into, into a longer format? That is, like a Mr. Beast or like. It is like Mr. Beast, but I would kind of want to be participating in the challenges. Ah, okay. Because like I want to be kind of the face of the challenges. And because like. All right, I, here's a it's great fun idea for, me to for do. you right now. You, oh, you do a Spartan race. Mm-hmm. You invite a bunch of people out and see if the, anyone can beat you at it. Yeah, I, I think it would be cool. I just think we need to hook the viewers better. So I need, we need to have something that is going to make them watch that. So uh, whether we're in like costumes or something, but there has to be a challenge in the mm, video that like we that. need to overcome. Yeah, okay. So, but I've been working on trying to get better with storytelling. In my videos, I never tell a story. Yeah. And that's my goal is to push towards that, get better at making a whole a full story that someone mm-hmm. can sit down and digest. Yeah, we get, we get a lot more engagement when we do storytelling so i've been telling a lot of my story which Mm -hmm. i gave to you obviously about my motorcycle accident Mm -hmm. uh and we've gotten into letting other amputees tell their story and then with doing that with the engagement that we get we use that to try to get um donations so that we can give people blade legs so they can run as well that's amazing and have you you've had other amputees come on here to tell their stories or awesome yeah Absolutely. I definitely have to check out like some of your, your short clips. I want to I want to see like how you guys are doing. Yeah, we it. have it in long format too, all yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, I know you showed me that before this. Oh yeah, yeah. With James, James, Dom, James, Dom, Damon. He goes Damon Wayne. Yeah. video. He's like, yo, Damon Wayne. That was just like <laughs> off the first. <laughs> Didn't you say Damon Wayne follows you on TikTok? The, the, yeah, that's why like it was in my head. But yeah, Damon Wayne follows me. On Instagram, not even TikTok. David John, we're talking about Damon John. No, right? no he's no. talking about Wayne. Damon Wayne's. Like, <laughs> who the fuck the is Wayne's Damon brothers? Wayne? You know the Wayne's brothers from uh, How High. Um, he's from a lot of shit. Scary movie. Uh, Major, the guy from Major Pain. That's who follows. I'm not even sure if that's Damon. That, oh, oh, there's so many Wayne's there's, brothers. I can't even tell. Wayne, it's like a Wayne's world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought you were making a joke about Damon John. That whole time we were <laughs> that I, messed I showed it up. him the Damon John podcast. Oh, okay, okay, and he's okay, like, okay, okay, okay. Damon okay. Wayne, got it. Got <laughs> he's it. like, nah, it's not. He it. came back full circle. Yeah, I see yeah, what you yeah. Mean. I see what you mean. Um, but yeah, we get a lot of engagement when we when we do, especially community stuff. Like we've done a lot of work in the amputee community, and it's a lot of fun. You yeah. know, I'm an ambassador for uh, this company called Less Like More Heart, a nonprofit, and you know, we use that to just raise money to do good for people actually less like more heart does a lot of stuff they don't just provide people with prosthetics or running equipment they like do a full circle approach of like they'll follow up with you and if you're you know if you lose your job because you lost your leg they're going to help you make ends meet they do everything and prosthetics are expensive as hell oh my god they're so expensive it's out of control it's kind of crazy like when you i mean i guess you have to fit it and there's a lot 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 more that goes into it yeah Yeah. a lot of stuff just off at first glance, you're like, it's a piece of metal, but then you're right, like, it oh, seems simple. Yeah. But you're literally in a socket yeah. all day long. It has to fit your leg perfectly. And then I was telling you earlier about how it shrinks and you know, it changes size. So you have to get a new socket every once in a while. And that can be very expensive. It can be very expensive. It's the demand for it. Yeah. And what really makes it, what really makes it hard for people is that it's like, 
you know, big medicine is the fucking issue really, yeah. right? Because you need a doctor and you gotta get a prescription to go get a new socket and then because insurance is paying for it, well now the price is inflated by 2000%. Mm -hmm. So like the leg I'm wearing right now, if somebody just made it and it was like a free market type of thing, it probably costs like maybe three grand. I don't know, it could yeah. be cheap like that. But with the socket and the blade leg, through insurance, it's probably like $15,000. And it's, it's like, it's just such an ass backwards thing. But we're actually working with this incredible company, Levitate, right now. Uh, who makes those blade legs? Remember that blade leg I showed you earlier? Mm -hmm. They make them at a much better price point where you don't have to buy it through insurance. They're selling them for $2,000. Kind of like what Mark Cuban is doing with um, the, uh, yes. the medication. Yes. Exactly like that. So, so they're trying to break the system a little bit. Um, and so that's why I do a lot of work with Levitate because I believe in that. It empowers and you've been amputees. still like doing runs and stuff, which is amazing. On like, And you saw that um, there was that guy in the Olympics that ran with two legs like that. The oh, uh, Double amputee. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we actually gave two blade legs to a bilateral amputee who's a, uh, she's an Olympic snowboarder. She's skim That's snowboarding crazy. in the Paralympics. Yeah, she's badass. We met a lot of badass uh, amputees. Amputees so are nuts, far. dude. Yeah, every one of them, they're crazy. I love them. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my amputee gang. When, they, when you lose your leg or lose a limb, something just, you lose something else in your body. <laughs> <laughs> you balance your equilibrium. Oh yeah. <laughs> For real. Don't lose any limbs, dude. You go maniac. I hope not. Have you collaborated with any of the big TikTokers? Oh, I've been pushing collaborations a lot lately. Um, there's one famous collaboration that when you post this, people are going to see, and they know me as the backflip guy. I go to this, uh, there's this guy, Money Talks Wireless. He has 4 million subscribers on YouTube and 4 million on TikTok. Wow. I go in there and we made like 10 videos together, and um, I've been failing backflips in there. And he's like, I'll fix your phone for free if you could do this backflip. And I, I failed the backflip. And then I have to give him $200 because I failed. <laughs> and we ran like 10 of those so far. And um, I ended up landing them. So <laughs> made some money on him. Nice. Made, again, some money back, recouping. We're what down. Was that, what was that like? Did he reach out to you or you reached out to him? Um, we actually had him on our podcast. Uh, okay. And one of, the, one of the people met him by going to his store in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Mm. And... Um, Asked him if he wanted to come on the podcast, and he, he came on. And um, that was my biggest long-form video. It got like 15K views. It's not, I don't push numbers on long-form. Mm. I need to still build more of a brand. Um, also, the biggest um, video for long-form for our podcast as well, because his following is so loyal. Yeah. They just hear him talk all day, and he puts out a hell of amount of videos, like, He's dropping three videos a day and working there because he just works at the place and people come in with the craziest stories and he captures their story while he uh, fixes the phone. That's dope. And That's smart. What does he just like record the phone being fixed and like ASMR kind of? Kind of that, but he'll be like, what happened to your phone? And then someone's like- um, Tells a story too about it. This person threw my phone out the wall and broke into a million pieces or something like dropped it in the, the toilet. and. They all have, they really do have crazy stories. stories. Like I sat in there for like an hour. It's in Bridgeport, Connecticut. If you uh -huh. don't know that, like, yeah, have you Bridgeport. ever seen the Family Guy episode uh, where he was like, this is worse than Bridgeport, Connecticut. Like, uh, no, no, I haven't seen it. But yeah, Bridgeport, Connecticut is gangster. not in that. Is it? Yeah, bro, gangster. We it's played not. Bridgeport in uh, uh, Hudson Valley Knights football when I was like 11 years old. And they spanked us like 47 years. stabbing you and shit in the middle yeah, of the game? Yeah, they destroyed us. They came out, they came 
<laughs> it was like one of those uh, those YouTube highlight videos. They come, they came down the tunnel with like a big flag, and they had the the it wasn't the purge anthem. It was like the Halloween anthem or something playing. They came out with baseball bats breaking shit. Oh my god! Yeah, crazy. And then terrifying. they destroyed us forty-seven zero. So forty-seven zero. Yeah, we didn't score a point on them. Oh Jeez. my god, that's yeah, really bad. Sick. All right, well, working <laughs> in the industry of content creation, mm -hmm. you got to have a wild story or two just from that. Any um, that you can think of? I'm trying to think. I, I really don't have like the most wild stories uh, from, from the content creation world. You haven't killed a guy or accidentally did a backflip? And I was thinking about out. it. Like I said, Ian really makes prison sound <laughs> yeah. like it's a good, a good fun thing. Like I was thinking I might want to try that out. That's funny. Um, no, like lately, um, YouTube, they have events. So they've been hosting events. Uh, if you get into the shorts community and they invite you out and it's pretty cool. You go there and just a, bunch of content creators free drinks for everyone and you sometimes you play little games with each other and you get to meet other people but i've been pushing like collaborations and i started going live with people i flew out uh that dude that i mentioned before that was on espn um he he's crazy with basketball like he hit 193 three-point shots in a oh, row shit i've seen that guy yeah he was yeah, just what's his name his name is the six shooter the six shooter yeah and um he came he came over um Came to my house, stayed there for like three, four days, and we filmed a bunch of content, and the weather was all terrible. Um, so we were just out there in the rain, like filming, and it but was that's tough. that's fun, man. That's a fun it lifestyle. It was fun. Doing yeah. just content creation. Like I wish, yeah. sometimes I wish that's, that, that's all we did was, you know, just the podcast, because you we, could. we would have so much fun. You if could it, definitely if it, do if it. If it was my only job, man, we'd be doing wild shit. We could continue making sweet lives all the time. I'd probably be dead right now, honestly. <laughs> we wouldn't, have, we'd be dead broke. Dead broke. We've been doing this podcast for a year and a half, and we have thirty-seven dollars made from the podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what sweet life we're taking. Sick shout out, dude! Yeah. <laughs> you guys can make some prison truth. meals. <laughs> yeah, we could go to prison, and then we'll get on Bix. You know, that'd be. It'll fun. be like there's a couple of things missing off the rack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we got your story covered mm -hmm. pretty well. Yes. Uh, and I think it's interesting that you haven't shared it with people. So I'm hoping that this gets out there and people get to know you a little better. But at the end of every podcast, I always like to ask people this and you should have a pretty interesting answer because you've been through some crazy shit. But at the end of the day, what is your message to everyone out there? Do what you want to do and do the things that other people aren't willing to do so that you can do what you want to do. Ooh, I like that. That's Great. strong. Wow, you had that ready. I thought you were going to take a second for it. That's always my, my go-to. Do the things that other people aren't willing to do because I always try to go the extra mile on all these platforms and that's how you're going to compete. There's tons of people posting content. Um, got to push it. Yeah, you got to be able to do, willing to do what other people want because that's the only way you can stand out. And that's, you know, in, in content creation, that's how you make it. You got to yes, stand out. All right, bro. Cool. I appreciate Thanks you coming, coming on. on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Sweet. See you guys next time.